Welcome to this podcast, The Road to Wellbeing. My name is Dr. Marjorie Kinney. Each episode, I'll be giving you simple exercises, activities, or tips that can help you take one step after the other on your own road to lasting mental strength and well-being. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. everybody how are you guys doing today i'm back in the old living room looking out the window and it's a very rainy day here it's cool and it's rainy and it doesn't feel like summer at all but at least it's a good excuse to stay inside and hunker down and read books and do podcasts and watch the snails moving back and forth across the stones over the moss so you just take what you can right go with the flow So the topic of today's podcast that I chose is how, in a very concrete way, how to become the person you want to be. So I told you I don't, I don't like that kind of mantra, like you're, you're great just the way you are, or you're perfect just the way you are, because I I really think if someone believes that, if they've, if they've truly gotten to the point where they think they're glorious, one, they're in total disillusion. And two, they're stagnating. They're not on that road to well-being anymore. They've stepped off it and are getting lazy and are just, those sentences are just ways of excusing their their lack of motivation. So there can be times when we have to maintain, you know, we just have to keep ourselves together. Maybe we're going through a difficult time in life or there's other stress stressors pushes from the outside world and that's okay if you if there are moments years maybe even where you don't have the capacity right now for self-improvement but then there's always those windows that come those those moments of light when we have enough time and energy to say yeah I really want to improve myself I want to be more like hmm and that's that's the crux of it so let me step back for a minute and say that um most of the clients who come to me, they come with a statement of what they don't want anymore. So I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to be so stressed out anymore. I don't want to have anxiety attacks anymore. I don't want to be so depressed anymore. Um, I want to stop smoking, for example, something that's uh, addressed a lot in hypnosis, sometimes even weight loss. And that's good. Um, a lot of that I don't want to be, I call letting go work. I'm pausing right now. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Should I sing the song? Should I sing the song? I won't. Cause then you guys will, <laughs> you, you won't be able to get it out of your head. But that's always for me in my practice, what I like to, that's the first step, the letting go process and letting go of beliefs of behavior that is not benefiting you anymore, that is causing disturbances in your life. Maybe, most likely, it's actually just an automatic response that your body's learned to a particular stimulus. So I know for me, all the kids talking at the same time or with the radio on and something, that's that's stressful for me. That's too much auditory stimulus. And then, and then I get stressed out. So automatic response. And maybe that's, that's the kind of pattern that people want to change. A lot of this letting go work 
It has to do with old beliefs and convictions about oneself. I'm not good enough. Um, I never was good enough. I have to. I have to please everybody all the time. I'm. I'm not allowed to say what I really think because it might hurt people. And this is really powerful work. And this is always, as I as I mentioned already, this is always the first step. Usually, these these convictions, these beliefs, come from when we are very small children, anywhere from the age of zero to six, when we download information so quickly from the outside world. Our parents may say something, well, you never, you've never been good at math, and bam, you believe it right away. And for the rest of your life, you're like, well, I'm, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that because I'm really not good at math. It may or may not be true. could be com- completely wrong, but that's so ingrained in your, in your system. And that we can let go of. We can, oftentimes people need help with this letting go process, but um, it can be done. And it's it's unbelievably enlightening. I really can't describe the feeling of when you have that moment and you realize, ah, Jesus, I've been carrying that around all my life, this this crap, and I'm just I'm not gonna do it anymore. I'm not I'm not gonna believe that that little voice anymore. And every everyone carries around this kind of crap with them. Um, and, and some of it's really detrimental, heavy stuff, you know, that, that stuff. I really am not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. That is weighty. And it's a bunch of shit. And it's so much unnecessary baggage that will influence every factor of your life, your relationships, the way you interact with yourself and other people, what career path you have. Uh, your 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 health, your mental and physical health, and it's that such that very fine art of just letting the shit go. So unbelievable, and this process, this letting go process, I've seen happen very quickly when people come in are basically just need that last shove across the line and can are pretty much. Almost there. I've seen it take, you know, a couple of weeks of repetition and doing a lot of hypnosis work. So that can take a very short time or maybe a little bit longer. But what fewer clients come to me with is statements of what I want now, what I want to be. Who do I want to be in the future once I've gotten rid of this stuff? That's something that I usually sit down and help people formalize sentences and ideas of how do they see themselves in the future? Maybe um, I'm going to go back just because it's the easiest example is, well, I see myself being, I don't know, 20 pounds lighter. That's easy. That's an easy one. Harder ones are if you if you come in with a sentence like I want to be less stressed out all the time, I'm tired of being stressed out. Well, what's the opposite of that? That's that's a negative statement. I want to be less of. How how can you flip this around and make it? But I want to be. So for for my example, I want to be less stressed out. I want to be calmer. I want to be more patient. I want to be more resilient in the face of stress. I want to be able to experience stressful situations without it really getting me down. 
for many parents, it's a statement of all. I'm, I'm tired of yelling at my kids all the time. I want to be a more patient parent. I want to be a more loving parent in that I want to be the kind of person that my kids want to, they want to come to and tell me things and, and tell me how their days were in school. I recently had a client who I learned a lot from. Uh, I love those kind of clients. You, you learn as much from them as they learn from you. One of her I want to be statements was, I want to be more responsible for my life. I thought that was great. She said, no, I made a lot of mistakes in the past and I tried to blame it on other people. I want to be more responsible for my life now. I don't want to just go with the wind and let various forces pull me this way and that way. I want to be more responsible for the direction my life is taking. This kind of work, this future work, your future self, that's a little bit harder to achieve. And to me, it's hard. In my mind, it's hard because how do you know what you want to be if you've actually never been there before, right? So you've experienced mm, having um, too much stress. You've experienced yelling at your kids. You've experienced binge eating when you're stressing out. You know that that's the stuff you want to get rid of. But how do you know what it feels like, what it looks like, or or how you're going to be if you're not there yet? How do you get to that that place? And specifically, how do you get to a place and you're working with your conscious and unconscious mind, right? I can tell myself, I want to be calmer. Well, that's great. What does that really mean? What I also need to do to make this happen so that I have as little resistance, the easiest road to wellness as possible, is to find a way to communicate with my unconscious mind what I want too. Both the conscious and unconscious mind have to have a clear roadmap. And most people I encounter completely ignore this second step. They use affirmations, they tell themselves what they want, but they still don't really know what that looks like, what it's going to be. What, what can I do to help my unconscious mind know what I want? When I say I want to be a calmer person, a more relaxed person, a person who's able to deal with stress more. These are just my examples. You, you may have your own, and I hope you do. If not, a book that I recommend everybody read. Um, I'm, I'm completely and utterly obsessed with it. I think it's the only book in my entire life I've read through three times now. And that is Joe Dispenza's Evolve Your Brain. I, I, I like can't get over this book. <laughs> anyway, he, he talks about um, someone in his life who was, who was really depressed and who, who wasn't, wasn't at the place he wanted to be. And what he did was he looked intensely. It was for this person, for you, it may come to your mind right away, but for this person, it was intense work finding the characteristics in characters and movies, in people in his life, and maybe characters and books anywhere, of how he wanted to be. 
He wanted to be, now I'm trying to recall, good at small talk. He found, you know, a friend who is good at small talk, and he noted that down. He's, he makes people smile. He's good at telling jokes. He's good at making people at ease. He wanted to be, um, no, I can't remember exactly, but let's say more productive at work. He found people who were really productive at work. He noted how they were, how they reacted, what they looked like, sounded like when they were at work. So you can do this too. There's someone in your life. I love the way that they don't let things get them down. Something unfortunate happened to them, and I just saw them bounce right back up. They stood up and kept going. How do they do that? That's great. I want to be able to do that too. Write that down on your list. Maybe there's a neighbor at the playground, and you notice just how, even though her kid's screaming at her, and you would be really uncomfortable maybe, how calmly and relaxed she responded to her child. Maybe you would write that down. I want to, I want to be that way with my children too. So these are the ways you get to that, these ideas of how you want to improve yourself, these ways in which you want to become. Now, the hard part is getting to convince both of your, your unconscious and unconscious on how to do that. And this is what you're going to do. I got this exercise from um, the world of Psych K. Psych K was developed by Robert Williams. It's it's very similar to NLP and other kind of fast-acting therapy methods that I like to use. So what he does, what he talks about is you need very concrete examples to make this kind of work happen smoothly. I'm going to take my example and, and take you through it. We're going to find examples or ways of explaining to my brain in this case how to become a more relaxed and calm person. We're going to go through different modalities, so different senses. And the first one is, I'm going to do visual first. The first one is visual. What will I look like? What picture will there be when I know I'm beginning to, or I have already achieved becoming a more relaxed and calm person in the face of stress? What kind of picture can my mind work towards? And for me, let's say the evening hour where you come home from work and the kids are coming home from school. I'm hungry. They're hungry. I also want them to get their homework done, but I'm trying to do cooking and hang up the laundry that's been <laughs> sitting in the washing, washing machine all day. And, and it's just like everything all at once. But I also want them to get to bed in time, so I don't want to take too long. That's for me usually a, st a stressful time. So the picture I'm seeing right now is coming home from school, work, etc. And the kids want to tell me their, what happened during the day. They want to talk to me. And usually I'm like, yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of distracted. And, and we all sit down at the table for a few minutes. And I see how calm I am. We're sitting at the table. One child may be getting out her coloring books. The other one might be um, leaving shoes in the hallway and backpacks in the hallway. And the other kid might be trying to tell me a detailed experience that happened at work today, or at school today, rather. And I am sitting there, and I can see both the other characters in the picture and myself. I see them calm, because I'm calm, right? We're always the navigator of the mood ship in our house, we parents. 
Kids are very, very, very sensitive to our moods. I'm calm, they're calm. And although there's maybe some hustle and bustle in the house, it's actually a quiet atmosphere. Most importantly, I see my face and I see my body posture. And on my face, there's a gentle smile. Gentle smile. I'm happy to be there. I'm happy to listen to their story before I might start cooking in my other chores. But I can see how calm and relaxed my body is. I might be able to see the colors. I can see the setting, the setting sun. I can see the rainbow candle I happen to have on the kitchen table. And I, it's warm. It's a very warm, fuzzy light for me. It's a, it's a warm color. Now you go through your picture. What would you look like? What would the scene look like? If you're achieving that characteristic you want to work on, you want to grow in yourself. Maybe it's a very symbolic one. Maybe maybe your goal is to make more money in your life. Maybe that's really important to you. I don't know. And you see maybe a new car in the driveway. Or maybe you see your the numbers of maybe you have a school loan you're still paying off going down dramatically each month. And you see that smile on your face, that good feeling. If weight's your issue, maybe you see yourself really happy with the way you look in your favorite dress in the mirror. If you want to become a more productive person, stop procrastinating. Do you see yourself at your desk, maybe even very late in the evening, and you're in your flow. You're working really, really well. You're getting the job done. And you look how calm and relaxed and happy your body is while being really productive. Do you see what colors it is? Is it a bright color? Maybe it's a more romantic and dim color. Maybe it's nighttime. Maybe it's daytime. Who's with you? What do they look like? Do they look happy for you as well? What does your body posture look like? And what do you look like? Now we're going to go to the next sense, which is auditory. The first question you can ask yourself is, what will people say about you? What will you hear them saying about you when you know you're achieving your goal? For me, it would probably be things like my people I really care about, whose opinions I care about, uh, maybe my partner or my best friend or, or my relative saying, how do you how are you always so relaxed? How are you always so calm and pulled together like that? How do you do that? You always look so at peace with yourself in the world. What are people saying to you if you know you you're achieving your goal? Are they saying, Wow, you're always you're always so productive at work. I'm always so amazed how well you can concentrate. Maybe they're saying things like you enjoy life so much. You always you're always laughing, you're always giggling. You always seem to get so much pleasure out of everything in life. It's so great. Maybe it's more concrete. Maybe you hear your boss offering you a raise or a promotion. Maybe you hear yourself successfully and without fear talking in front of a big audience or saying yes to that big deal you're working on, that big negotiation. 
what do you hear other people saying? What do you hear in your in your scenario now that lets you know that you need to hear to know you've achieved this goal, this goal of improving yourself, of of gaining a characteristic or a way of being that you don't have right now. And the final one is a bit harder. And the final one is the kinesthetics, and that's the feeling. And this one's a bit trickier, right? How do, how do I feel calmer? That's a little hard. And again, that would be too abstract for my brain, right? The goal here is to be really, really concrete. Give your, your brain very solid examples. So it knows uh, this is this is what I'm trying to get at. This is where I'm going. So for the feeling part, I suggest you go to a different memory or not a different memory. Go to a memory in the past where you felt similar to the way you want to feel now. So for me, a couple weekends ago, I took the kids to the playground and it was just this perfect perfect summer day it wasn't too hot it wasn't too cold it was sunny we'd gone on a, a long bike ride to get there so we were all you know happily a little bit tired the kids were all playing by themselves no one was fighting and I laid down on my back on a bench and the sun was you know touching my face and I remember just being so unbelievably relaxed and just happy with the way life was it was it's just one of these moments everything was right I was feeling good I was feeling relaxed and nothing could have been better and I remember the way my body felt in that moment and here's the key pick a memory it doesn't have to do with your current goal it's about that feeling pick a memory where you felt the way you want to feel and I'm my example is to feel calm and relaxed and stress. So this was a moment when I was feeling utterly, utterly calm and relaxed. I was feeling really, really great. And now try and make this feeling, try and put it in words in a way that's more understandable for your unconscious mind. The first question to get to this point is, where do you feel that feeling in your body? I know I've I've come to uh, recognize this feeling of kind of tingliness in my hands and in my legs when I'm really happy or when I'm feeling really good. So for me, it was a tingling in my my legs and in my hands. Where do you feel this feeling in your body? The next question: Do you see or associate any colors with this feeling? Maybe you can answer the next couple of questions. Maybe you can't. That's okay. Just try and answer as many as you can. I felt that feeling as kind of sparkles or like little stars, I guess, little sparks. I guess sparks would be the best feeling. All the way down my legs and in my hands. The front, the color is like a, a light, light whitish blue. Maybe the feeling you are going for is something like a moment where you felt really, really, really loved in your life. Maybe that has a warmer color to it. Maybe you feel it more in your in your in your heart chakra, and maybe it's more warm, pinky red colors. 
maybe you felt that feeling of crossing the finish line after a marathon and it's just elation that you made it. Maybe you feel it in your feet. Maybe it's a brighter yellow color. So where do you feel this feeling in your body? What colors do you associate it with? What temperatures do you associate with this feeling? For me, I think it was just, you know, that that non-temperature, that room temperature. It's neither too warm nor too cold. It's just perfect. Maybe yours is a really warm feeling. Maybe it's a very comfortable, cool feeling. The fourth question, after where, what color, and what temperature is, does it actually have a form or a shape? I mentioned already that for me it's the kind of kind of sparks. It's almost little jagged, little tiny fireworks. Is yours more of a sun-like circle around your, your tummy, maybe? Maybe it's a it's a happy excitement that you feel in your stomach and it's more of a round shape. Maybe it's an oval shape somewhere else in your body. And the last question is, does it have a particular feeling? What does it the, the, the surface feel like? Mine is a little bit prickly. Is yours very, very smooth? Is it soft and velvety? Is it ripply like waves? These are all questions. You don't have to think too long about them. The, the first thing that comes to your mind is the right, the right answer. And maybe nothing comes to your mind. That's fine. But what we're doing is we're trying to give our unconscious mind a very clear idea of how we want to feel, how we know we'll feel when we're achieving this goal. So again, the memory that you got these answers from doesn't necessarily have to do with your goal. The idea is that you recall physically in your body, you allow yourself to step into that memory and take that feeling for you. So again, to summarize, Getting rid of something is sometimes easier than going for a goal because you can you can you know what it is you want to get rid of often. But if you're going for a new goal, a new you, a new way of being, responding to the world, it's can be very hard to achieve unless you've taken unless you've done the homework, the steps to really make this concrete for yourself to know uh, this is what it's going to feel like when I know I'm well on my way. This is what it's going to feel like when I'm starting to feel success, when I'm achieving. This is what it's going to be like when I know I'm there. Oh my gosh, I've gotten home from work. There's chaos everywhere. I know there's a lot to do and I feel unbelievably happy and calm and relaxed right now. and just thankful that my kids are so excited to tell me about their day, that we have enough money to eat a healthy meal, that I have a job to go to that I'm coming home from. I feel so happy and relaxed, and I see how calm my face is. I hear how people say, man, you're, you're such a great mom. You're so calm all the time. How do you do that? How do you have three kids and you're so relaxed? And I feel that tingliness telling me I've gotten there. I'm getting there. Now, the exercise to do is you're not going to be able to achieve your goals overnight. That's that's the way life usually is, right? <laughs> Everything worth getting takes some work for. Um, you can practice this. One of the things Joe Dispenza says in his book about this guy 
who was depressed and wanted to change himself, was how often he would practice his new self, practice the way he wanted to be. Practicing in this in this situation can really be setting up five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening and closing your eyes and consciously seeing, hearing, and feeling your new you, your new characteristic. One characteristic at a time. Pick one that's really important to you. Practice it over and over and over again in your mind. Once you practice these situations, you can practice them even by applying them to your to situations in, you, in which you may re- respond in your old way. So, like if I'm, I could practice and say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this calm feeling, this calm way of reacting to stress now, to another circumstance. Maybe I'm at work and my boss just gave me a big, big, huge slap on the wrist. I did, I made a mistake, and normally I would feel my face flushing and get really upset. And this time I see myself. I see the situation and I see my face. There's a gentle smile. Okay, this is an opportunity to learn. That's fine. I made a mistake and now I can learn from it. I hear my boss saying, Hey, you made a mistake, but you're such a calm person. You're you're gonna we'll we'll get through this together. And I feel that feeling in my body of thankfulness, that tingle saying, Hey, okay, the universe is giving me a learning opportunity. I'll, I'll take it, it's fine. And I see the whole thing, my new self, my new calm and relaxed reaction. So you practice, you literally practice in your mind this new you because our brains, if we can see it, if we can truly, truly visualize it in our mind, our brain will have a very difficult time differentiating that from reality. If you can really, really see a picture in your mind, visualizing it. The next time you encounter this kind of situation, your brain will go, ah, I now have more than one option. I don't have to get stressed out every time this happens. I now have more than one automatic reaction I can choose from. I choose to be calm and relaxed. So you're giving yourself new neural pathways. You're giving yourself more freedom, more freedom over your consciousness. And pretty soon, the less and less you react in your old and unhelpful way, in the stressful way, the stronger and stronger the new neural network will become. And it'll become automatic for you to react in a calm and relaxed way. It'll be automatic for you to want to study that hour more at night instead of playing video games. It'll become automatic for you to go for that glass of water instead of a piece of cake. So doing this exercise mentally, frequently, every day is the key. You can answer all these questions and you can go through the activity that I told you today. But then you have to sit down and do the work. That's what's going to make the difference. Frequent, frequent practice and repetition until you are the master of your own brain until you are rewiring your own brain and you can become the person you want to be one characteristic at a time.